Hello, welcome back to the Hey Mom, Why Did No One Tell Me podcast. Thank you so much for coming back and joining me. My name is Rebecca. For those of you who are joining me for the first time, hello, it's nice to meet you. And for those of you who are returning, it's awesome that you are back. Thank you so much for spending some more of your day with me. And today we are going to be talking about navigating life after college. So basically I graduated college, now what do I do? And I think this is a question that a lot of us sort of come across. Um, I know that I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do after college. I mean, like I knew what I wanted to do, um, but I had no idea like how I wanted to do it. So basically I went to college for four years. I graduated, got a degree in theater performance, and I always knew that I wanted to be an actor. So I always knew that after school, I was going to go do something related to theater and related to performing. Um, but I didn't really know what my next steps were going to be. So when I graduated college, I went to go, um, live at home. I went back, um, home, which was only like, it wasn't that far away from my college campus. So like, it wasn't a big deal. Um, but I went to go live at home, which I don't think there was anything wrong with that. And I still don't think there was anything wrong with the fact that I went to go live at home after I graduated. Um, so I did that and I was still working my job that I had had throughout my last two years at college. So I worked on campus in retail, um, well not retail, um, I worked on campus in fast food in addition to like some other teaching jobs I did for theater. Um, but yeah, I was really unsure of my next path and I was like, okay, so like, or my next step in like, you know, my, my long path of my career. And I knew I wanted to try to break into acting, but that's like the only thing I knew I wanted to do. I had no idea like how I wanted to do it or what steps to take. And I was just sort of at this crossroads of like, I know what I want to do, but how do I do this? And especially, you know, seeing my friends, they all got, you know, their first, you know, real quote unquote jobs, um, their first adult jobs. Um, they were moving across the country, moving across the state, and they were sort of where I thought I was supposed to be. And what I mean by that is, you know, they were getting this full-time work and, you know, as an actor and as a performer, I wanted something that I considered to be the equivalent, whether that was working on a show um, as, you know, my primary source of income or, you know maybe doing auditions for some sort of like production out in LA. Um, I just thought that I was, you know, not where I was supposed to be after I graduated college. Um, and you know, the more I thought about this and the more I talked to my friends about it, what I kind of realized is that none of us really knew what we were doing, right? So we all had this like idea of the path we were supposed to take with these mile markers that we knew we wanted to hit and, you know, we felt like we were supposed to hit. Um, and, you know, for someone in a more sort of traditional job route, job path, like those mile markers were super clear and, you know, you knew how to hit them. So it's like you, you graduate, um, you get your diploma, that's like mile marker number one. 
and then you get a your first full-time job, mile marker number two. Or maybe you go back to school before you even get your first-time job and you go straight into getting your master's. Um, that's another mile marker. And then, you know, it sort of grows on top of one another and pretty soon the mile markers are, um, you know, getting married, buying a house, um, if you want to have kids, having kids. So I was just like, oh my gosh, like right out of the gate, I'm not even hitting or like getting to these mile markers like I should be. But then I realized, and it took me a long time to realize this, so don't think it was just like, you know, a flip of the switch, but then I realized that it's okay that I didn't know like the how. I didn't know how I was going to hit these mile markers that I had set out for myself, um, which was heavily influenced by like, you know, surrounding um, just people saying that I need to do certain things by certain times, um, which is something else entirely that we can totally get into. Um, But I realized that it's okay that we didn't know the how. And what was important is that we would put one foot in front of the other. So my friends and myself, even though we were both or we were all getting ready to go out into the professional world, we were in different industries. And as long as we were putting one foot in front of the other in our own respective industries, like for my friends who were looking for full-time work, you know, it was um, applying to those jobs and going to those job interviews. And for me, it was, you know, auditioning and um, figuring out what it means to be an actor and navigating that whole thing. Um, you know, we didn't have to compare what we were doing after college to what each other was doing. And I know that's, it's so obvious, but it's also so hard to think about because I think subconsciously we're all sort of comparing, you know, what's like, why is this person doing this after school and I'm not, or why does that person have a job lined up and they haven't even graduated yet and I can't even get an interview at like, you know, all these places I've applied to. And I think that's where a lot of the, oh, I don't know what to do after college because, you know, everything I feel up to college was very linear. It's like, you know, you go to school, you know, go to elementary school, middle school, high school, graduate high school, apply to college. It's all very set out for you. And then after you graduate, you're sort of released into the world and you don't have that same structure. Yes, you have a structure in terms of like, you know, you have to be at work at a certain time or you have to do this at a certain time, but it's not as laid out for you as, you know, school was. And I think that's a big, um, a big thing that a lot of people experience because then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, I don't have to sign up for classes anymore. And, you know, that, that sort of guided instruction is gone. Um, but I think that's sort of the hard truth about it all is that no one really knows what they're doing after college. Like, yeah, some people, like I said, might have jobs lined up or next steps in place, but I promise you, uh, they probably don't have like this long detailed 10 year plan, like hashed out as far as their career is concerned. I mean, maybe they do, but most of the time they don't. And, you know, if we feel like, or I feel that sometimes we think that we need to have everything planned out from the moment we graduate, but the truth is we don't. 
And I think, you know, the reason why no one specifically tells us what to do after college is because we don't really know where life is going to take us. You know, I can't go to like a mentor of mine and say, this is what I want to be doing in two years. Yeah, it's a good goal to work towards, but I don't know what could happen between then and now. Something really cool could happen that totally changes, you know, the trajectory of what I want to do with my life or ch- totally changes the trajectory of my career. Um, so there's, there's a saying that I really like, and I don't know who said it originally, um, but basically the gist of it is that, you know, even if you turn a little bit or like pivot just like one or two degrees, you're going to end up somewhere else completely. And the analogy that I've heard using this, um, this metaphor is that if you're on the ocean and you know you're going somewhere but then if you turn your boat like one two three degrees to the left you're going to end up somewhere entirely different than where you were originally going and i think that you know that's really cool and one of the most exciting things about graduating college is that you are allowed to pivot you don't have to follow this like path that you think was set out for you because that path, like it kind of exists, but it only exists as much as you want it to exist. So, you know, I know some people who, as soon as they get out of school, they know exactly what they're going to do. They know exactly how they're going to do it. They have this path. They're going to, you know, become like the manager of, you know, this company by this time, by this age, whatever it is. But a lot of us, you know, we don't have that. And quite frankly, I think it's become sort of the norm to not have like, you know, this like very clean, pristine path to just walk down. Because I think I read something and it's like people change their jobs every few years. So it's not like, you know, it was a long time ago when you would start at one company and you just worked there for 40 years. Like that's not how it is anymore. Um, So you're pivoting all the time. And I think that we are the, not, not the first, but, you know, we sort of right now as an adults, um, we understand that it's not always going to be a linear A, B, C, D, you know, and then eventually you get to Z and you're done. Like that's, that's not how it is anymore. And I think, you know, it's so exciting that, you know, graduating college, you're starting a whole new adventure. And the whole idea of asking, oh my gosh, like, what do I do after college? It's almost like there's an, it's an expectation that's placed upon us by others. And it's a question that, quite honestly, we don't really have to have an answer to. Because, you know, it's perfectly fine to say, oh, what are you doing after college? It's perfectly fine for people to say, oh, I'm going to take a gap year and then, you know, I'll, I'll sort of like come back after that year of traveling and then I'll find a job. And just to give you an idea of like where I'm coming from from all this is that because, okay, so because, um, because I've been an actor and that's sort of always like what I've been focused on, um, how the more traditional job market works never really interested me. 
So in my mind, and this is going to be, I'm going to be really embarrassed because this is not how this works at all, but this is how I thought the job market worked at one time in my life is that I thought, you know, once you graduated from school, you had to go get a job. And if you didn't get a job as soon as you graduated from school, you were going to be behind. And I don't know where that idea came from, but I always wondered, I was like, huh, like, why are those people taking a gap year after school? Like, don't they have a job? And I thought, you know, you just, you had to have a job once you graduated from college. And I know a lot of people strive to have that. But in my mind, it was like, there was no option. Like, you you get a job or you start looking for a job after school. You didn't take a gap year. <laughs> um, which again, saying it out loud now is kind of funny to hear. Um, but yeah, when, I don't know about you guys, but I know... When I'm asked, oh, or when I was asked, what are you going to do after college? I felt like I had to say something that was acceptable, either socially acceptable, accepted among like maybe family members, even though my family has been like super supportive of my career. Um, But it's like, I always thought that I had to say something like, oh, well, I'm going to go be an actor, but I'm also going to, you know, work this, work this other job because I know that you think that I should be working in this other job while I pursue acting because blah, blah, blah. And that's not how, that's not how it has to go. It's almost like when someone asks me or when they asked me, what am I going to do after college? I felt like this, you know, this weight was placed on my shoulder that I had to say something that was okay for them to hear and I was trying to tiptoe around what I wanted to say but I felt like I couldn't because then it would make them feel uncomfortable for asking and maybe this is just me but I just I felt like I couldn't say I don't know or I'm gonna be an actor because then that would just get like a really weird response from whoever I was talking to um but then I realized that it's okay to say, I have no idea. Or if you want to say something else that's like a little bit out of the box or something that's not super traditional. Like maybe you do want to go spend two years like backpacking through Thailand. I, I don't know. Um, but I know that hearing, like if I, if someone were to ask me, what are you doing after college? I know that telling them that, oh, I'm going to go, I have a job lined up, I'm going to go work for this consulting firm in Washington, D.C. Um, and we have a lot of those here, so it's it's a pretty standard job. <laughs> um, like, you know, that sort of makes sense. And people, are, people will be like, oh, yeah, like, awesome. Like, I hear that's a great company to work for. Congratulations, kind of thing. Um, but then if I were to say, oh, I'm going to go um, on a 12-month trip through Europe and Asia and just explore the world that would get not a negative reaction but it would probably get a puzzled look and depending on who I was talking to in my family I'm thinking of like a particular cousin um would probably be like oh that's great so what's your backup um but they would have like a different reaction than if I had said I'm gonna go work for a consulting firm And, you know, who knows why they have a different reaction to that. Maybe it's because they don't think it's 
necessarily a smart idea, but I mean, honestly, you shouldn't really care what other people are thinking about what you want to do because you should be doing whatever makes you happy. Um, but yeah, you can absolutely say, yeah, I have no idea. And you shouldn't have to feel bad about it. And you shouldn't have to feel bad about saying that. And the freedom of not knowing is scary. But it's also one of the best things that can happen. Because in my experience, when you take away expectations of something or someone, then you open up your mind to so, so many possibilities. So let me explain by um, what I mean by that. So when I was, um, I'm trying to think of like the best example I could have. So when I was, um, you know, going through my first year of being a professional actor, I was, you know, as they say, paying my dues, getting up super early, going to open calls, spending like six, seven hours waiting, not being seen. Um, so I lived it. I did it. Um, and I remember that in the beginning I would go in thinking, oh yeah, I'm like, I want to get, um, I want to get seen today. I'm here so early. And, you know, I just had this expectation that it was going to happen. And of course I wanted it to happen. And it's definitely a good thing that I did want it to happen and was hoping it would happen. But, you know, as the clock like ticked on and on and on, because at the time I was, um, what's like, what's called a non-union actor. So at auditions, I would kind of be pushed to like the back of the line. Um, and, you know, I just sort of realized that, you know, as much as I wanted something to happen, if it didn't happen, then I would be like a little bummed. Well, not a little, I'd be really bummed because I had spent my entire day just like waiting around. <laughs> um, and then, you know, the more I auditioned, and especially when I was like getting seen in these auditions, I sort of taught myself that, you know, I'm so just like grateful and happy to be here at this audition. And yes, I really want to get a call back, but I'm not going to expect that. Because, and this might sound kind of weird, but if I expect that and, you know, it doesn't happen, then I'm just like, you know, really upset. And like, as far as, you know, my career is concerned, I'd be kind of crushed. It'd be like, you know, if you get a, if some like if a hiring manager says, oh yeah, we'll be in touch soon um, for a job you really, really want. And then they never contact you. Like that's a little crushing. And that's kind of how like the entertainment industry works. Like, if they want to see you come back, then they'll contact you. But, like, nine times out of ten, if they don't want to see you, then they're not going to contact you at all. It's, like, just radio silence. <laughs> so I sort of taught myself that, you know, it's okay to want to, like, have these, like, want to go after these roles and try and, you know, expect that I'm going to get these, like, calls and they're going to want to see me again. Like, those are totally fine. But once it happens, I always try to put myself in the mindset, wow, I really hope I get that. But you know what? If they pass, then just on to the next one. And that took me probably in my professional career, like two years to really accept. And just overall, that took me like over a decade to just accept that, you know, auditions you they do them you do your best and you move on 
Like that was really hard for me to sort of wrap my head around and get through. Um, but sort of back to my original point, it was scary not knowing, you know, I'm putting myself out there if they're even gonna want to see me right back at these auditions. But by taking away the expectation that I really want them and I expect them to send me an email, then, you know, my mind is so many, is open to so many possibilities and I'm just willing to, you know, see whatever comes my way. I'm not laser focused on this one thing because I think if you're laser focused on like one thing, then, you know, you miss the other things passing you by. I would say the same thing, um, happened when I was, um, when I was dating. Um, I remember that I was hoping like certain dates with certain people would go really, really well and then they wouldn't. Um, if anyone has tried like, you know, online dating, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, I got you. (laughs) Um, but it's like, I would have expectations for those, um, those guys I was dating and the dates and I wanted them to go really well, especially the guys I really liked. And then when they didn't go well or when things didn't work out the way I was hoping they would, then I would get really sad. Um, and it's kind of funny because the phrase you always get what you want or you always get what you're looking for when you're not looking for it. Like I've heard that phrase and I'm like, okay, kind of makes sense, but I think it's so true. And just sort of in the example of, um, like dating and stuff, I remember that with my current boyfriend right now, um, so we met online and I remember thinking, you know, I'd, I'd been through it before I had like talked to him. Like I had these expectations for these dates and everything. And when I, um, when I met him, I was like, okay, I'm just going to have fun on this date. I'm not going to expect anything to come out of it. I'm just going to go try and have a good time and see what happens. And I mean, now, now we're dating and he's my boyfriend. So obviously it was good and I had a good time, but it was so funny because he was the first guy I went on a date with after I'd made the promise to myself, okay, you're going to stop looking and trying to force a relationship. You're just going to have fun and you're just going to like see what happens. And it's so funny because he ended up being the person that I've been dating now for, you know, a long term, like for the long term. So I don't know if that's proof that, you know, you're always, whatever you're looking for is going to come when you're not looking for it. I would say that's, that's enough proof for me. That's all I'm saying. But, you know, by taking away those expectations of trying to force something out of an event, you know, you open your mind to what could happen. And, you know, I think that's true for whatever you do after college. Like, navigating life after college is already a minefield. And I totally get it. And I totally get why. But, you know, just always remembering in the back of your head that the freedom of just not having to have a solid plan and do whatever you feel like and try whatever you want to try you know, you're not placing expectations on yourself and you're not placing expectations on how you think your first couple of years out of college are supposed to go. So you just, you open your mind to all of these things that could 
be and all these things that could happen. And honestly, you just get to have some fun and you don't have to take it seriously. And yes, I do believe that there are times and places for, for, you know, when you should be taking things seriously, but overall, like, I think we should all just be having fun and we should all just be enjoying ourselves and we should all just, you know, see what happens on this crazy path that we're walking on and, you know, who knows where we're going to end up. Honestly, who knows? But, you know, that's the fun of it. And I think, you know, navigating life after school or after college, I should say, navigating life after college, you know, it's just, it's a time to have fun and experiment. And it's okay if you don't know what to do because, you know, none of us really know what we're doing. (laughs) So I will leave you with that because I think that is one of the most important lessons I've learned just overall in the past couple of years. None of us really know what we're doing. We're all just, you know, stumbling along. It's it's all going to work out in the end. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I was really excited to talk about this um this particular subject, even though I've been out of school for a couple of years at this point, but I still think it's pretty relevant because I still do have friends who have just graduated from school or, or who are graduating like within the next year. And I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I'm like, do whatever you want. And they're like, what do you mean? But back to the whole, it's, a, it's an adventure. So I think we should have fun while we can. Um, take a screenshot of this episode And if you take a screenshot and you post it on your Instagram, tag me because I want to know. So thank you all so, so much. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode.